Hi, and welcome to the Midlife Feast, the podcast for women who are hungry for more in this season of life. I'm your host, Dr. Jen Salib Huber. Come to my table, listen and learn from me, trusted guest experts in women's health, and interviews with women just like you. Each episode brings to the table juicy conversations designed to help you feast on midlife. Hi there. Welcome back to day two of my Midlife Undieting mini-series, and today we're talking about three beliefs that you need to change to get out of the diet cycle. So if you're just tuning in today and are wondering what the heck is the diet cycle, go back to yesterday's episode where I kind of go through the steps, but essentially it's that predictable series of events that happens when we start following a set of rules. And so the first belief that we're going to talk about undieting is the belief that food can be addictive. And this is a big one because often people will be following rules to avoid certain things, sugar comes to mind, uh, or carbohydrates, because they've been told that those foods are addictive and that by removing access or controlling access to them, that they will no longer crave them or want them. But we actually know that food isn't addictive in the way that other drugs like alcohol or hard drugs are, because it doesn't meet all the criteria for addiction. Yes, we can crave them. Yes, it can feel out of control when we start to have them. And we may even feel bad when we don't have them, but we don't experience the withdrawal that is required for it to be considered an addiction. So if you think about people who are going through withdrawal for a drug addiction, there are some physical signs and symptoms that, you know, are really um, intense and, you know, require support and sometimes even medical intervention. That doesn't happen when we remove access to a food that someone believes or feels like they're addicted to, but that doesn't mean you don't experience strong cravings. But the reason why I want you to believe that food isn't addictive is because we have evidence that it's the control that creates the craving, not the substance, meaning that the more you restrict it, the more you will want it and the more that you will need to feel satisfied. And I'm going to be talking a little bit more in tomorrow's um, episode, talking a little bit more around saying yes instead of no, but just let's end with that first belief that food is addictive. You can let that one go. The second belief that you have to undiet is the belief that weight is the ultimate proxy for health. So whether that's chasing a number on the scale whether it's BMI, or maybe it's another measure, like maybe it's cholesterol or blood sugar, but you're still using weight loss as a goal to kind of accomplish that, you're using weight as a proxy for health. And the problem with that is that for most people who experience health benefits when they lose weight, it may not be the weight loss that's producing the benefit. It may be the behaviors that were added in. It may be the you know, adding more plants to your plate, maybe it's moving more often, maybe it's making time for yourself, whatever it is, making weight the ultimate measure of quote, success or failure, isn't what we know to to be helpful, because it gets us hyper focused on reaching that number goal. And also kind of moves us away from something that is actually sustainable, which are the behaviors that we are in control of. 
I talk a lot um, on Instagram in particular about how um, weight isn't just a function of diet and exercise. And I did a post in early May of this year, so 2022, that, you know, genetics are actually the the bulk of what our body or, you know, the, the major influence and in what our body looks like on the inside and the outside. So whether we're talking about risks for a particular health condition, many of them have strong genetic components, or if we're talking about whether, you know, we have hips, um, you know, that is more likely to be genetically influenced than it is influenced by diet and exercise. So if you're using your weight as a proxy for health, just try and remember that, yeah, food and exercise obviously have an influence on what our body looks like and what we feel, but it really shouldn't be what we're focusing on because we we know that we can add things in we can make changes to our behaviors and things that we actually are in control of and still improve our health. We don't have to be chasing weight loss or focusing on weight loss as the goal. The third belief that we need to undiet is that this idea that the problem is a lack of willpower. And a funny thing happens to us when we restrict things. We want it more. If we restrict calories, we'll think about food more. If we take away carbohydrates, bread starts to look like a little piece of heaven. If we avoid fruit because we think it has too much sugar, chances are you'll start to remember apples as the best thing you've ever had. It's a bit of a psychological kind of truism that if we restrict access to something that we want and enjoy, we will want it more. So that's it for today, but tomorrow is going to be diving in a little bit into mindset. So like I was saying, you know, kind of really learning to say yes instead of no, and how that changes our response to cravings in particular. See you tomorrow. Hey there. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Midlife Feast. You can find a link to my group program Beyond the Scale and anything else that I've got on the go in the show notes. You can also find a link to download my free menopause nutrition for undieters guide, which includes some of my favorite recipes to help you implement gentle nutrition. And as always, come hang out with me on Instagram at menopause.nutritionist. It's where I love to connect with people who are in this stage of life and are looking to try different instead of harder.